What's up, Axomaniacs? This is the X-Man, X-Bowman, talking to you live at Pismo Beach. I want to tell you, none of those Russian turnabogs are going to stop me putting my foot down on their necks at the big show itself. But I gotta warn you something fierce, Axomaniacs. You are listening to a podcast that contains adult language, mature situations, little German girls suplexing wild bears with German suplexes, political parodies of state leaders, the secret to invulnerability, insane gold records, Rasputin, and the awesomeness that's me, Axe Bowman. Why don't you worry about me? I'm gonna come out on top like I always do. Because I'm a true super patriot. Listener discretion is advised. And what you gonna do when X Bowman runs wild on you? Episode 302, What You Gonna Do When Axe Bowman Comes Down on You. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Mong Reviews, some podcasts and vanguard reviews about connectedly enhanced narratives. This is your host Zan saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Yes, we're back for another fun-filled episode of the podcast. I told you we'd be back soon. It was a little bit later than I thought. I had to wait a little bit because it's been about a month, but don't worry. We're going to pump. We're going to get more episodes out as soon as I can. Just... Things are still kind of crazy. I'm still kind of evening out from the whole change in my lifestyle, you know, with everything going on, the move, everything. But I digress greatly. Now, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Sparkin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. Every episode, I'll talk about one or two manga titles and tell you about the pros and cons about it. How the art style is, the characters are, how the design work is, and if the plot's relevant, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to do anything that I or my co-hosts say, but we try to be informative, inventive, educational, and most importantly, non-biased. But you don't have to agree with us if you do. If you want to check out any of our earlier episodes, you can check them out at www.sparkin.com, or you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, Tumblr, the PSN Network, the Nintendo Network, and Twitch if you can look for us. Just type in Spark and I'm guaranteed you can find us at most of these locations. And if you want to email me any questions or comments, you could do so at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com or Spirekin at gmail.com. Oh, I forgot the most important thing of all. The most important place you can message us is Twitter, at Spirekin. That's a good way to get in touch with me and to check out when the new episodes come out. But now that I digress, let's get to what we're reviewing today. Because if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And I think today I'm reviewing a manga that is truly manly, truly awesome. Truly immense and great with its awesomeness. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about a series that encompasses all that is manly and awesome and amazing and what the fuck. Now... This manga was released in 2015 by Kodansha Comics. There's six volumes out right now in Japan. There's three volumes out in the U.S. 
uh, released over here by Kodansha. It is a Senin action adventure drama super... Essentially, it is Manime. It's like all the things I reviewed way back when, like Ricky O, like Crying Freeman. It is that just balls-to-the-wall manly manga. And it was written by Yasushi Baba. And this manga that I'm talking about is... Golosseum. Now, the premise of this manga is very simple. In an alternate future past, because this takes place in 2015, so some of the things that they thought would happen did not happen, but in the alternate future, this the president of Russia, President Putinov, who looks very similar to a current leading governor, uh, president of a certain country, which we don't see, has found out about this... M- device called the peacemaker well it was discovered with this whole plot behind it, but we don't care about that the peacemaker is a bracelet that if it's put on the right hand what happens is it makes a person invulnerable to anything that is not organic so a bullet a knife a car crash will not affect a man who's wearing a peacemaker or a woman who's wearing a peacemaker if you put on the left hand nothing within a hundred feet can hurt you so a person with a peacemaker could theoretically survive a atomic blast more importantly than that the peacemaker takes the person or individual who's wearing it and brings them up to their peak performance so the best condition your body ever was in it resets to that default and you'll stay like that and you won't age you know keep healing and you'll be perfect which is awesome so president putinoff has figured out that this could save the world it could, but instead, I'm going to give it to a bunch of beefed out crazy soldiers and make them into my Chernobogs, and they're going to take over the world. That is his plan. But who's going to stop such a crazy individual who's discovered this? I mean, these are guys who can't be shot, they can't be stabbed, they can cut through tigers, they can rip people's arms off, their heads off, they're super strong. This makes them crazy ridiculous powerful what could stop them well there's only two ways to stop someone with a peacemaker the first one is organic material can get through the peacemaker so if someone is sharpening their fingers enough they theoretically could stab a person if they could get through it but that's not going to work you're going to have to snap their necks and how can you snap their necks you're going to grab it and you're going to headlock it that's one way you could do it but the preferred method the only true way to do this is the german suplex so you have to german suplex the guy in the submission after fighting them hand-to-hand in hand-to-hand combat. So this is a martial arts insane series where everyone has martial arts in different groups because the Peacemaker leaked to different countries and various other individuals have tried to fix this. One of them was a former Russian uh, individual who was known as the White Witch and she left, and she wants to just get away from it. She's moved to Japan, and she's going to stay out of it, but they want to kill her, so she has to defend herself against these individuals. You also have the Chinese, where they have this one guy who, let's be honest, he looks exactly like... Um, he looks exactly like Jet Li, except he gets when he puts his chair in a bog on, he gets scales. So it's completely bizarre because he uses martial arts and he's able to stab them. And But most importantly, the most important character in this series, the character that we must not talk about is, well, 
in opposition of President Putinov, you have several countries. Like, they're trying to work with the Japanese prime minister, who is kind of on the fence. But his arch nemesis is a president of the United States. Uh, president Quintone. Billary Quintone. Yes, apparently Yashushi Baba thought that the presidential race in 2016 was going to go way different. And it did not. But he feels that President Quintone must defend the U.S. And how will they defend the U.S.? Well, they need someone strong enough, powerful enough to stop off the gangbangers who've got access to the peacemakers. So he creates, instead of the Chernobogs, they have the, the Patriots, the Super Patriots. And they're led by a man who represents the red, white, and blue in an amazing way. And we're talking about Axe Bowman. Now, Axe Bowman is the true Ichiban. Now, he is someone who is a mulleted, blonde-haired, with a mustache, who wears a bandana on his head, and he's, what you gonna do when Axe Bowman's gonna run after you? And he does a flying leg drop. Yes, Axe Bowman is actually Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan is one of the protagonists of this series. It's fucking amazing. I mean, yes, yeah, you have... You have Putin, you have Clinton, but no, you have Axe Bowman. Saving the day. Almost. Kinda. And then you have all the other parts about this, which is intriguing. Like, the, the plans for the Peacemaker were actually in a record which was discovered by Rasputin, who is still alive, apparently. He is one of the people who discovered the Peacemaker, and he escaped Russia, and he's still living in Japan, creating a... Well, let's be honest, they're kind of a subversive resistance to the evilness that is Putinov. And it's Putinov versus the world and all of the individuals that happen. But we don't care about that. We care about the fighting and the violence because this is insane. How insane am I talking about? Well, one, um, the White Witch is a very small, dainty girl. And she, German suplexes, a fucking bear. That's one. Two, there is a cannon. Which, it does not fire bullets, it fires Chernabog. So there's a can with two guys with their hands in, like, cannonball from fucking X-Men. And it shoots them to kill other Peacemaker-wearing individuals. At one point, Alexander uh, Greskinov, one of the generals of Putinov, decides to do a hundred-man German fucking suplex. He German suplexes a hundred men at once, he wraps a chain around all of them, and he suplexes them and kills them all. It is absurd. When I read this manga, when I saw this manga, I was like, this is out of its fucking mind. There's no way in hell that this could be good. Then I looked at it, and then I read it. And at first I was like, okay, this is weird. Oh, I see. It's Putin. Ha 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 ha. Oh, it's Clinton. Okay, wait, wait. Hulk Hogan is in this? What the fuck? And then as I read it, it got more crazy and more bizarre. And that, that part of my mind, that manga part, which likes things like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, that likes Golgo 13's like, hey, this is kind of cool. And I wanted to know more and more and see how crazy this could get. In the second volume, the Ger German Russians are riding a fucking shark. They're riding sharks into battle. Not like, not like cars or things. They're riding sharks in the fucking battle. And then at one point you see Putinov's personal armor, which is a bunch of puppy dogs and kitty cats on his person. Because, like I said, genetic material can go through the, the force field that the Peacemaker stops. So people figured out, well, if we take fingers, cut them off, we can make bow and arrows out of fingers and shoot them. And they'll go through and kill 
bad guys, but Putinoff will wear bunnies and kitties and dogs. And I just was like, yeah, go with it. This is more insane than the jetpacks from Ricky O. The point when he punches out an elephant, I don't care. The fact he stabs a guy through his hand, through someone, I don't care. The fact that he kills the warden by shoving him into a vat after doing stuff, not crazy. The fact that the Terminator is in Ricky O, it just, you, at that point, you're just like, okay. And this one, it gets that logic of, okay. It's completely batshit crazy. And like I said, when you have the guy who looks like a combination of Jet Li and Bruce Lee wearing the jumpsuit attacking people, you just go with it. This is bizarre and crazy. Now, I want to go further into this. I want to go into how insane it is, but I can't because this is would be like a comedy podcast when we're saying the jokes over and over again. You have to read this. It is it is just mind-blowing. The art style is pretty characterish. Like I said, they draw Putin and he looks like Putin. Axe Bowman is obviously Hulk Hogan. Billary Quintone is obviously Hillary Clinton. A lot of other characters who are there, they look like the other characters. The main characters look okay. The women, I feel to be a little bit more statuesque than I'm used to. But it's very peculiar. But that's that's the design of the series. That is the design that it's going for. And it's a little etchy at times. And it is really mature, but you go with it. You go with that art style because just it's for what it is. You you can't not go balls to the wall out there. I mean, Putin cuts a tiger's head off with a karate chop. I mean, I'm just you could hear I'm just fucking exasperated. I'm like, blah! You, you can't talk about this manga without just how absurd and insane it is, and how visually stunning it is. The design work is intriguing. The fact that every single cover looks like a weird 70s poster that's got all these things on it. Like the cover says, you know, Axe Bowman here representing the blue, white, and red. Who is the white rich? Putinov puts the cat out. Now the world's greatest weapons are muscle-bound, bare-knuckled fighters. It's like an ultimate hype machine for something completely what the fuck. So, what are the cons about this? Well, first off, some of the characters I really enjoyed, they kill off immediately. And that really sucks, because I really wanted to see where they go with them. And they said, oh, we're just going to kill them off. But because this manga does not pull punches. No one is safe, except the main character. Everybody else does not have plot armor. Where you think things will go, no, that's not where it goes. It goes completely different direction. Uh... Some of it is very gory, and it is very nonsensical. If you're looking for a cohesive plot that makes perfect sense, this is not that manga. If you want to follow the basics of physics or just, in general, the logic and the laws of nature or laws of, of physics, this does not have that at all. It is balls-to-the-wall insane. It will drive you crazy and give you a headache. And like I said... When you first hear about it, you're like, there's no way this is going to be that crazy. And you're like, this is insane. I need to read more. And that's what it is. The negatives about it are that if you cannot grasp this, you will not enjoy this. Uh, there is a slight romantic subplot, but it is kind of washed over by the absurdity of everything else. And that's all I could say about this fucking manga. I'm, 
With my ratings, the only thing I can give this is really, really, really fucking cool because it is really, really, really fucking cool. I thought it was going to suck and I became addicted to it and I wanted to read more and more and more. And even though that negative of what happened in the second volume ruins part of it, I'm still invested in this. I want to see where the hell it goes. I'm like a guy watching a car fire. I'm like, uh, I want to go, but I can't. So this is really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't read this now, your brain will freeze, your eyes will open, your soul will be forfeit to the great Zoma Gustav. If you disagree with me, email me at zansfirekin.com. Tell me what you didn't like about this, because, like I said, it is batshit crazy. And I understandably so, if you are someone who does not like things that are batshit crazy, or you don't like that manly what-the-fuckness, this may not be for you. If you're a fan of harem or lowly series, you're not going to like this. The characters are not pretty, but it's for what it is, it is what it is. It is crazy. Anyway, so... With that in mind, remember you can check out any of our other episodes at www.sparkin.com. You can email us personally at zant at sparkin.gmail.com or me at zantsparkin.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, MySpace, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Tumblr, Twitter, PSN Network, and the Nintendo Network. And before I get any further, let me just remind you guys. We have some new podcasts that we're working on. They should be coming out in the next couple of weeks. You should definitely should check them out. Let us know what you think. We're rebranding the Sparkin movie review into now the Sparkin Motion Picture Review. We decided that's the one that sounds the most intriguing as opposed to the uh, the other option we had, which is the Redux Sparkin Movie Review Redux. We think Sparkin Motion Picture Review might be a little better because it is a motion picture, right? And that covers movies and anime. So, with that in mind... Let's get to the part that you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. <sighs> Gotta take a breath on this one. It's gonna hurt. The Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga, patent pending, is a Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to spin this Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, each of these manga numbers have a manga associated to it. So the number it lands on, that's the manga we're going to be in the next episode. And we've got some great mangas on here. Some that are really absurd, some that are crazy, and some that are just what the fuck. Including one which makes Galoseum seem normal. I know, crazy, right? But let's spin and see what we're going to do in the next episode, shall we? Number nine. Well, we're back to number nine, I guess. Uh, so in the next episode, we're reviewing a manga dealing with the trials and tribulations of being an office worker, hiding your otaku nature, and finding love. And what is the manga that we are talking about? We are talking about... Wotakoi. So, in the next episode, episode 303, we're going to be talking about Wotakoi, which is... Well, I've heard it's good things. I haven't read it yet. We're going to see what happens. So, anyway, I guess that's it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I'll catch you guys next time. Remember, this is your Hosan. I am Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. Remember, what you going to do when Axe Bowman runs wild? Mersan, Mersan. From uh, Tokyo to uh, Rocket is too strong for me. Action, action is Hogan's game. Action gave him fortune and fame.